This is the IEEE USA Insight Podcast, Episode 1, a monthly program featuring news, information, and updates from IEEE USA headquarters in Washington, D.C. And now your host, Chris McMains. Thank you, John, and welcome to the first IEEE USA Insight Podcast. Our goal is to keep you up to date on activities IEEE USA staff and volunteers are doing on behalf of the profession and U.S. IEEE members. Let's start with some IEEE USA news you might have missed. Jim Jeffries from Highlands Ranch, Colorado, became IEEE USA president on January 1st, succeeding Dr. Gary Blank. Jim is the fourth IEEE USA president from the Rocky Mountain State. He previously served as IEEE USA Vice President of Government Relations and IEEE Region 5 Director. Peter Eckstein is serving as President-Elect. Jim and Peter participated in another successful Congressional Visits Day on March 18th. They were among about 40 IEEE USA volunteers from across the country who paid visits to the offices of their congressional representatives. Participants met with staff members, and sometimes directly with their representative. Cristela Chavez, chair of the IEEE Tulsa section, was pleased to meet Oklahoma Senator James Lankford. The basic message members carried with them on their visits was support for continued funding of federal research and development. Some also discussed IEEE USA's support for more employment-based green cards for international high-tech professionals. You might recall that IEEE USA served as lead society for Engineers Week 2014 and partnered with DuPont. One of the big things we did was launch an app development contest, AppyFeet. The contest was part of a broader IEEE initiative to connect members with nonprofit organizations and help serve humanitarian needs around the world. The top two contest winners were Austin Rawlins, a 13-year-old boy from Indiana, and a young professional from India, Jude John Tony. Although the contest is over, the initiative to find IEEE members to use their technical skills to help serve a humanitarian cause continues. Among the apps organizations are still looking for are one for brain tumor patients, one for improving run-down primary schools in India, and one to provide reusable diapers for people in poor communities in places such as Africa, and Haiti. If you would like to lend your expertise to these worthy projects, please go to appyfeet.org. That's A-P-P-E-F-E-A-T dot org. The IEEE USA annual meeting is set for May 14th to 17th in Milwaukee. This gathering of IEEE USA volunteers is being held in conjunction with the Great Lakes Biomedical Conference. Check the IEEE USA website for more information. Kardik Kulkarni of Oracle and Grant Griffiths of Syracuse University are the 2015 IEEE, IEEE USA New Faces of Engineering Professional Edition and College Edition winners. Sponsored by Discover E, the New Faces of Engineering Professional Edition highlights the vitality, diversity, and rich contributions of engineers under 30. College Edition is designed to recognize students whose academic success contributions, and experiences in engineering have them poised for future success. Kulkarni is a primary contributor to the Oracle database in memory. 
which is capable of scanning 7 billion rows per second. In 2009, his volunteer team won the IEEE Distinguished Student Humanitarian Prize in the IEEE President's Change the World competition. Griffiths, president of the IEEE Student Chapter at Syracuse, taught a C++ Essentials workshop at his school to help fellow students learn coding. He also ran a 24-hour programming competition and Python programming workshop. Griffiths has served an internship with J.P. Morgan Chase and Intel. He thinks computer programming is like magic. You can create anything you want, whenever you want, he says. The only thing you need is a creative mind and the will to make something cool. For a video about all the winners and more information, go to discovere.org. That's D-I-S-C-O-V-E-R-E dot org. The Twitter hashtag is NewFacesENG. Time now for Georgia Stelludo with the IEEE USA Conference Calendar. Spring is in bloom here in the nation's capital, and it's time for your IEEE USA Conference update. On April 14th through 16th, attend the 2015 IEEE International Symposium on Technologies for Homeland Security, HST 15, at the Weston Hotel in Waltham, Massachusetts. This event will once again cover emerging emerging technologies in cybersecurity, attack and disaster preparation, recovery and response, land and maritime border security, and biometrics and forensics. And on April 15th through the 17th, the IEEE 7th Annual Green Technology Conference, Green Tech 2015, will take place at the Intercontinental Hotel in New Orleans. This conference will address one of the most pressing challenges of our time, securing green and clean energy sources for the 21st century to protect the environment and to help build a more resilient power grid. Many disciplines of engineering, science, and architecture, and policy, as well as utilities, vendors, regulators, and academics, must all come together and collaborate to achieve this goal. The electrical energy industry is in a critical phase. The initiatives we take today will affect how the grid will be operated for many years to come. On the 14th through 17th of May, it's the IEEE USA Annual Meeting and the 2015 Great Lakes Biomedical Conference at the Milwaukee Hilton City Center in Wisconsin. The IEEE USA Annual Meeting provides three days of advanced leadership training to the practicing engineers that make up the IEEE USA Volunteer Network. These volunteers organize and execute community service projects, training workshops, technical seminars, career development, and social networking events in their local communities. The IEEE USA Annual Meeting is co-located with the 36th meeting of the Great Lakes Biomedical Conference with the theme Biomedical Applications of Additive Manufacturing, 3D Printing. The Great Lakes Biomedical Conference is a respected regional event that gathers industry, academic, and student leaders from biomedical professions. Other upcoming conferences of note are the IEEE Photovoltaic Specialists Conference on the 14th through 19th of June in New Orleans, the IEEE Power and Energy Society General Meeting on the 26th through 30th of July in Denver, the IEEE Conference on Technologies for Sustainability, SUSTEC, on the 30th of July through the 1st of August in Utah, the 2015 IEEE Global Humanitarian Technology Conference on the 8th through the 11th of October in Seattle, the 2015 IEEE International Conference on Connected Vehicles and Expo in China 
on the 19th through 23rd of October, and the IEEE NUNAB DC Utility Power Conference and Exhibition on the 26th through 28th of October in Pennsylvania. For more information on upcoming conferences, go to the IEEE USA homepage at www.ieeeusa.org and click on Conferences. Hope you can attend some of the exciting conferences coming in 2015. Remember, connecting with your peers is one of your most valuable professional tools. Don't miss these great opportunities. I'm Georgia Stelludo for IEEE USA. In the IEEE USA Insight Spotlight, we'll bring you close up with a newsmaker with a quick one-on-one interview. This month, Chris talks to Dr. Mark Asani, the Robert M. Kennedy Endowed Professor of Electrical Engineering at Texas A&M University. Dr. Asani is an IEEE Fellow, Registered Professional Engineer in Texas, and founder of the university's Power Electronics Program. Here they discuss the role renewable energy can play in the United States and the developing world. Well, uh, Dr. Asani, I, I greatly enjoyed your, your talk here at the Green Technologies Conference, and uh, you, were making, you were making a lot of sense, and uh, that was funny, some of the stuff you were talking about your son. Uh, like a lot of Texans, he's got that, that big truck and doesn't really worry about fuel consumption. Well, you know, I, my son's are safe whipping boy because uh, they can't get back at me. But, uh, it, yeah, it's an example of uh, you cannot change people's preferences. And you have to work with the problems that you have rather than the problems that you wish you had. Mm-hmm. And you were saying uh, certainly there's things we can do in the United States to help reduce our energy use. But the greater opportunity to reduce the world's energy use is is in the developing countries. Right. Uh, presumably, the idea of greenhouse gases and, and global, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, temperature rise and so on is a long-term effect. It's something into the distant future. If that's the case, we should solve it in that perspective. And when you look at where the maximum impact on greenhouse gases and global warming will be in the next 50 years, it's going to be in the developing world. 90% of the world is, has not even begun to damage the environment uh, in terms of global warming. And they will. And, and their impact completely dwarfs whatever we do or don't do in the developing world, uh, the, the 5% of the world population in the U.S., and by extension, 10% of the developed world. So if we really care about the planet, the idea is not to solve the problem of the 5% of the people, but the 90% of the people that will uh, dominate the global warming. And, of course, uh, politically, that type of statement not going to go over well. Well, uh, th- th- that's, that's the dichotomy. It seems like politics should be following principles or at least technical truths. But somehow uh, the, uh, politics is kind of uh, following some sort of a, a, a self-made ideology. Uh, now, I, I must say that it's a very good idea for the, for the Americans, uh, 5% of the world population consuming 25% of the world hydrocarbons and, by extension, the Europeans, to improve their efficiency of economic activity, whatever it is, you know, uh, transportation, uh, GDP, or what have you. That's helpful. But the real problem is for the developed world to help the developing world to develop with as little as possible in terms of uh, carbon footprint. And uh, you you don't have to even look at that as philanthropy. You can do that with appropriate technology and appropriate uh, 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 business models, but nobody's considering these things. 
And you used the term appropriate tech as opposed to high tech. So it's not necessarily always a high tech solution to help solve the world's problems, but what's appropriate for, for whatever part of the world we're uh, talking about. Yeah, I'm glad you ca caught that. Uh, you know, the, the idea of, uh, of high tech is really a subset of something else, which is high mind. You know, you're, you're supposed to be smart rather than just complicated uh, or, or necessarily um, l the latest or the most modern. Uh, and it, as, as uh, we talked about in my talk this, uh, this afternoon, uh, uh, you can have tremendous improvement on the education, health, and, 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 and the quality of life of an Af African villager, uh, uh, selling them at cost transparency to them with profit, solar uh, light sources uh, instead of using uh, lanterns, uh, kerosene fuel lanterns, and what have you. Uh, that's appropriate technology. It's inappropriate for, for us in the U.S., but it's highly appropriate over there. And that's what's going to reduce the global warming rather than uh, us going from uh, incandescent to LED lamps. Now, you, uh, you also spoke about renewable energy, and one of the biggest sources in this country is the, uh, like the wood chips, the waste wood, the waste wood that we get from uh, cutting down trees and things. And that's something most people probably don't think of in terms of renewables. Yeah, it's uh, funny. We are actually one of the uh, greatest uh, users of renewable fuel uh, in, in the world, uh, but it's not exactly the way you think it is. Uh, it's not um, from uh, ethanol or corn ethanol or what have you. It's about, uh, it's about our l lumber industry. You know, our, all of our houses, by and large, are lumber. And, in fact, the lumber we use apparently is a minority of the number uh, amount of hydrocarbons that we harvest in terms of uh, wood and, and trees. And the rest of that waste wood is a major source of fuel for energy generation in this country. Well, Dr. Asani, thank you very much for joining me here today. And I, I know you have a flight to catch. Is there anything else you would like to add? Well, well thank you very much for, for the privilege of uh, having this discussion with you. Uh, I'm trying to think perhaps that the best thing we can do as engineers is, number one, uh, to give up ideology and bias and really study the facts about energy, sustainability at the global level in its real context. Uh, after having educated ourselves, then let's act on it as a profession in IEEE and educating the public. The public is is, uh, is uh, and uh, by extension the political leadership is really misguided about the concept of what is energy, what is sustainability, what is green, and what have you. Uh, being misguided is worse than being ignorant because you act uh, the wrong way. Well, Dr. Asani, thank you very much for your time and your expertise. And uh, this is Chris McMains in New Orleans. Thank you. And now for some IEEE USA product updates. Have you seen IEEE USA's new flagship publication, IEEE USA Insight? This modern online magazine is continually updated with stories on technology careers, public policy and trends, engineering history, and skills such as teamwork and effective communication. In addition to timely content, IEEE USA Insight offers readers the ability to comment in line, rate stories, respond to short polls, and take advantage of a vastly improved search engine. Plus, 
It's optimized for desktop computers, tablets, and mobile phones. The publication coincides with the debut of IEEE USA's new shop site, where IEEE USA eBooks are discoverable and available for purchase. IEEE members will find it easy to use their web accounts to add products to their Explore shopping cart. IEEE USA Insight can be found at insight.ieeeusa.org. IEEE USA is offering a new and enhanced salary service, the first comprehensive solution for analyzing compensation of technical professionals. It includes access to the IEEE USA salary calculator and salary and benefits survey reports. These tools help you benchmark your salary against those of others working in your field of expertise and area of the country. Go to IEEEUSA.org backslash careers to find out more. Did you know one of the many benefits of IEEE membership is a free monthly ebook from IEEE USA? Through May 15th, members can download Starting Your Startup Book 3 Competitive Analysis at no charge. The Starting Your Startup series is designed for the engineer or entrepreneur who has a great product or service idea but no real marketing expertise. You can search for this and other IEEE USA ebooks in IEEE USA shop. Please join us again in May for the next IEEE USA Insight. I'm Chris McMains and wish you all a wonderful day. This has been the IEEE USA Insight Podcast. Join us again next month as we take a look at news, information, and updates from IEEE USA. If you have feedback you'd like to share, please connect with us by commenting on our IEEE USA Insight article. Send us email at insightpodcast at IEEEUSA.org. Visit Facebook at facebook.com slash IEEEUSA or Twitter at IEEEUSA. Thanks for tuning in.